This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Hey, good morning, Chicago. Happy Sunday. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink. I'm a radio talk show host and the CEO of Best Money Moves, which is my financial wellness company. And I'm Tom Fortino, the founder and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group uh, right here in the Chicagoland area. So, Tom, you know, every week we talk about, you know, things that can help people manage their money better, think about their retirement planning, investing, the cash, the income, the estate planning. But today I want to talk about the future for at least to start out. And Mm -hmm. in my New Year's resolutions this year, every year I write personal finance, real estate, buying, selling resolutions. And I try to help people understand what they need to do if they want to make the most of it. And so this year I suggested um, as one of the things you might want to do is learn something new, maybe about crypto or NFTs. And one of my Twitter followers blew up at me, did not like that at all, and accused me of actually pushing a Ponzi scheme. Wow. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I was like, me of all people, Ponzi schemes? Okay, step back. And that's what I did from Twitter for the moment. But... That actually brings up kind of a good point, because I think Mm -hmm. there are people who are thinking about crypto are really divided into two camps. One camp is definitely, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's black market, it's gray market stuff, it's really not quite on the level. And you and I have talked about that before, but other people are like, well, Bitcoin is down a lot. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is the right time to take a dip into the crypto pool. There are a lot of platforms, you know, 40 different kinds of cryptocurrencies or more. You know, how would you suggest that somebody think about that? And and is this an appropriate, or will it be in the future, an appropriate hedge for, like gold is an appropriate hedge for some mm-hmm. people, with the market being as volatile as it is right now? Well, you know, I would. it's interesting, and I agree. Whenever you talk about these things, it becomes personal. So I'll quote Tom Higgins from The Godfather, who told Sonny, it's not personal, it's business, right? So... <laughs> Well, uh, Love that. And that was when they shot his father. So this really is, you know, <laughs> let's not get too personal on this. No, seriously. Okay. You know, you're right. There are a number of camps. On this. So there's so many ways we can come at this. You know, I re- read an article recently on the one side of it that said NFTs and crypto are the new multi-level marketing. This was in the Wall Street Journal. Mm. And, it, you know, it talked about, you know, the commercial with Tom Brady hitting his contact list saying, you in? You know, as far as yeah, there's a lot people. of these uh, these big strong sports types or movie stars who have <clears> stepped <throat> into that sort of fray to encourage mm-hmm. you. You know, it reminds me a little bit about um, when people were advertising reverse mortgages, and you know, you got our favorite like Tom Selleck came on to talk about reverse mortgages. But anyway, that, yeah, that's right. And it was um, you know, it was that the Super Bowl ads were that was brought up. And someone brought up the point that remember how they were doing the Super Bowl ads with the the stuff the the, the uh, sorry the sock puppet and pets dot com and all that stuff and before <laughs> yes. that what happened there and so on. When you're looking at cryptocurrency, I just saw Carl Icahn the other day say he has no idea, he doesn't understand it, and and that's one of the issues with it. Do you really understand it? Look, I'm I'm just going to say from a personal position right now, 
I'm more of a gold person. I'm more of a – so I, I get the idea of the, the Fed can print money. I mean, the, the balance sheet right now is over $9 trillion. They're still buying $120 billion a month. They have not stopped that. I know they talked about bringing that back in March. So we have – the money supply is massive right now. Mm. And so the devaluation of the dollar is a concern, right? You cannot print gold. Gold is in limited supply. Gold has a store of value. Gold can be used for a number of things. The difference is with Bitcoin is you cannot hold a Bitcoin. It has, technically, some people would argue it has no store of value. And so you have to be careful here with it. Now, I'm not a, on board completely with the whole Bitcoin, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be upfront with that. But as an investor, look, if you bought it at 10000 and now it's you know it's over forty, or if it was when it went up to seventy and so on, can you make money on it? Sure. Can you trade it? Sure. But you just have to be careful. If you want to put it on your in your portfolio and you want to try to kind of have, and we talked about this before, at least, I always say it's good to do sometimes buy things because now you're engaged, you follow it, you track it, if it's a stock or whatever it may be. But you have to be very careful if it's a small percentage. There's ways to buy it in your, you could also buy, you know, Coinbase is an example because that's an yes. exchange. You're not buying the cryptocurrency. It's the symbol, I think, is coin, C-O-I-N. Right. It's an exchange for cryptocurrency. So it's kind of like the old adage we've heard from years ago where you'd say instead of, you know, the gold miners when they went out to San Francisco, you know, instead of going to get the gold, you invest in the person that are, is, you know, manufacturing the shovels and picks. Right. right. And in the beginning, Buffett, Warren Buffett, right, said he didn't understand technology and he wasn't going to invest in it, despite being best friends with Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. And today, you know, Buffett's company owns five and a half percent of Apple. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a host of other fintechs and other kinds of technology, mm-hmm. you know, companies. Right. So his stock has gone up dramatically. And he is a huge owner. I think the largest single owner after maybe anyone related to Steve Jobs. So you can invest in things that you don't understand. You can learn about things. I agree. And you can also, I think, you can dip your toe in. You can mm-hmm. buy a very little bit, follow it, as you, as you said, because once you got a little skin in the game, you're much more engaged in it. Mm-hmm. And then you can either buy more, buy differently, or think about it. But the idea that you're going to you know, ride into the Wild West, make $10 million on a $200,000 investment. I actually know somebody who has done that, but I don't think I could do it. I mean, he told me what he invested in and he told me when he invested. And I was just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) You know, that's like, but I'm sorry I didn't do it now. But that's, you have to get over that because that's just not real, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree. You could so if, again dipping your toe, if that's a, the term we want to use, or however you have some exposure to it. There are ways to do that. There are plenty of uh, exchange traded funds. Those are ways to do it. Very simply, you can do it in your account. You can just purchase it. I'm not recommending any of these. Or I said, if you want to buy the exchange uh, or the one where it's exchange Coinbase, you can buy that stock or a combination of things and just have a two or three percent or less exposure to it. But it may. Uh, help you kind of uh, follow it and get a little more um, familiar with how does this stuff work. And it could help you in your the overall investment strategies that you have. There's opportunities out there right now. You know, I don't know if we at any point you want to segue into the metaverse, which is kind of along <laughs> well, not these the, whole... We're running out of time on this segment, Tom. But, yeah. <laughs> but wait, but let me just say also that if you're thinking about doing this, the very best time to do it is right after you've had a conversation with your advisor. And, you know, you're the kind of person that somebody should talk to and look at everything in the portfolio Mm -hmm. before they start that. And I should have said at the top that Tom would be more than happy to go through this with you 
you just give them a call at 630-934-1855 or go to alphawealthgroup.com because starting digging in and and just sort of throwing money at something is no way to make a smart investment move and that's what we try to help you with every weekend this week in wealth we're going to take a short break when we come back i want to dig into what's been going on with the russia ukraine invasion the interest rates that are going up oil topping 113 a barrel it has been a rough week for the stock market stay tuned for more of this week in wealth coming up next on 720 wgn Hey, welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink. I'm here with Tom Fortino. He is the principal and founder of Alpha Wealth Group. We're talking about your money, your money in retirement, your money in the stock market, what's going on. It has been a crazy week. Uh, you can find Tom at 630-934-1855 or ask us a question at alphawealthgroup.com, and I encourage you to do that. So as I was saying before, we broke for the commercial between the Russia-Ukraine invasion, uh, Jerome Powell raising interest rates, oil topping $113 a barrel. Oh my gosh, the volatility in the stock market has just been totally insane. And I, I'm pretty sure, uh, Tom, that you have been getting calls from your mm-hmm. clients <laughs> going between yeah. the pandemic, inflation, rising interest rates, rising gas prices, <laughs> Russia, Ukraine, help, what do we do? You know, you must have had a bunch of calls this week. Is that what everybody's worried about? Yeah. I mean, how could you look? We, we've had this discussion before, at least emotions are there's I say there's at least two things that can really disrupt your plan. One is lack of a plan or discipline. And the second is emotions. I'm always careful because I don't want to be insensitive or critical. Look, how could you not be emotional when you see this, this roller coaster ride we're going through? In addition to some of the horrible things that are happening in Ukraine. I mean, it's just tough. And you've seen with gas prices and all these things we have to deal with. And you're dealing with your money. So I get it, but we can look at history. We can talk about things. We just, to, to stay on track and have a long-term plan, you know, we really want to stick to the plan. I mean, I'll give you an example in, in, in uh, 1990 as an example. You know, similar to now, it was a midterm election year. Iraq was being, uh, was invaded and occupied. Oil prices went way up. Inflation was near 5%. You know, we can go down the line. Operation Desert, Desert Storm. And it, mm-hmm. it did, have a problem, but it, towards the end of the year, ultimately uh, the market went well above and went to all-time highs. So, again, we have to be careful. You know, we we just can't make knee-jerk reaction. We really, one of the things, and I think, is uncertainty in the market, but uncertainty in our plan. So, if I asked you, tell me what your plan is, your investments. You know, hopefully, we can try to mitigate some of the emotions and making these moves and sticking to the plan because that's really how you succeed in this type of market. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really great point. I mean, the anxiety that everybody is feeling with all of this stuff bubbling mm-hmm. up, not to mention, you know, like just old news like pandemic and polarization of the country and, you know, stuff that we've now been dealing with for a while. But mm-hmm. I drove by a gas station the other day, and I, I said this a few weeks ago when I was in California, I paid over $5 a gallon wow. for gas. But here in Chicago, I, I drove by a gas station, it was like four forty. I mean... Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, if you're on a fixed income or if you're thinking about your plan, that's definitely going to cause some anxiety. How do you, you know, look at your retirement plan and think to yourself, 
sure, I got a 7.5% raise from Social Security this year, but gas prices went up a lot more than that. Food prices are up. How am I going to make those numbers work? You know, it all comes back again to getting engaged. And there was an interesting article I read. It was from a, from a, therapist, a psychotherapist or analyst that said, when you think you're taking control and you get engaged, that makes all the difference in the world. So, for example, here are some opportunities. You know, when you see stocks that have been gotten beaten up and gone down with the market, whether it's Microsoft or Apple or NVIDIA, maybe you make that, you know, in Roth contributions, you have up until April 15th to put $7,000 in for 2021. That's a deadline. And so imagine, again, if we did that, we said, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take charge. I'm going to buy, like I said, I'm, these are not recommendations. <laughs> I don't know your situation. But you <laughs> said, you know what, I'm going to put 7000 And by the way, you can do another 7000 for 2021. That's $14,000. You could put into a Roth today that grows tax-free the rest of your life if you're over age 50. That's the contribution amounts. Buy Apple, buy Microsoft, buy NVIDIA. Again, just as an example. Or buy your, sudden, the S&P 500. Buy, whatever it may be, right? yep. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the old Nathan Roth, one of the Rothschilds said, you know, and you probably heard this many times, the time to invest is when there's blood in the street and the cannons are roaring. You know, and so I'm not, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to get too far so, on this. And they are so literally right now. <laughs> And they are literally, but this is where you're going to say, look, I'm not going to sit back, I'm going to take control. And so... There's opportunities to, to maybe purchase certain stocks. There's opportunities to make investments. There's just some opportunities here that these are some times we want to do that. And guess what? The mindset all of a sudden, I think, will start to switch. And, uh, and that's really how you, uh, you succeed in these types of markets. I just love that because being proactive or active is so much mm-hmm. better than just sitting there worrying. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, ang- this is a world right now where we've just had such enormously high levels of anxiety over the last two years, right? It started with the pandemic. We mm-hmm. went home and everybody wondered if you went outside and you happened to see your neighbor, if that was going to kill you. Like that, I, that yeah, level of anxiety. Do you remember that? I mean, March I, of 2020, we were all yeah. like, if we come within 10 feet of somebody, <laughs> will we die? Nobody knew. And and today, you know, we're we now know that won't kill you, but look at all the other things that might. So yeah. it's it's very, very scary. And you know, one of the things that we see people doing, and again, you know, the Wall Street Journal had an article on this, is that you know, investors are are pulling and have pulled so much money from money market funds. Mm-hmm. You know, in the first seven weeks of the year, right? So basically through the end of February, investors pulled $160 billion from money market funds and $17.5 billion from bond funds and exchange-traded funds. And that's like the highest level in seven years. What are they doing with all that cash? Are they just buying the $100 million properties on California coastline? Like, what are they doing? Well, you know, there's uh, we know with real estate and that those things are happening. You know, as we know, you know, I just had a conversation with a client la- the uh, the other night, a few nights ago, and he was talking about, you know, Tom, I'm thinking I'm going to take some of my money and put it in real estate. And I said, you know, that's an asset, just like the stock is an asset, commodities are an asset, so that can be part of your plan. Sure, you know, income producing properties is a percentage of your overall retirement plan. And so, you know, he's going to start looking and he's, we'll see, but it'll be interesting how that works out. But yeah, there's opportunities out there for people to start using their funds to do these things. And again, start to have a, get a plan in place and get engaged. Yeah, no, I think that that's a, a worthwhile point. I've had 
plenty of people talk to me about investing in real estate and not just, you know, they want to know what the market is here in Chicago. And it's not just about buying a house and renting it out or buying a Mm -hmm. condo and renting it out. They're looking at the tremendous growth in industrial and warehousing and commercial properties. And they're thinking to themselves, you know, we need to invest in a warehouse space or we need to open up a storage locker place or, you know, something that's going to have this kind of regular revenue coming in. And in fact, my husband, Sam, who's a real estate lawyer, has been doing a number of these kinds of commercial deals where people are buying. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting, Tom, you know, they're taking out money out of the stock market and they're investing in lots so that people can park trucks there, like just different weird Mm -hmm. things that are not the normal real estate thing from those kinds of people, right? You normally get a company that's been doing that. So it's interesting to sort of think about how people are shifting um, their thinking about this. But how does this infect, and and again, this goes back to like you and your customers and, and clients, you know, when you generate income for retirement, how do you think about all this stuff? Because to me, you know, managing commercial real estate has a, a few other unintended benefits, but also some challenges. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting when you talk about real estate versus stocks versus an annuity versus whatever you may own. The question sometimes, well, which one's better? That's not the question because neither of them, but they're just different and they provide different benefits, right? And so if you're going to use that as part of your plan, just understand what you own. You know, Social Security, that's an income. That's just a pure income. It's going to come throughout your life. Pensions, that's an income. That's pure income. Now, if you're going to include real estate as part of that, technically not a guaranteed income, but it can certainly generate income for you. Plus, you have the value of the asset. And hopefully, I say think of real estate in a way as like a dividend stock, right? You're getting Mm -hmm. income, hopefully. And there's hopefully capital appreciation on the underlying asset. So these can be good things uh, as part of your portfolio if you want to include that. Again, it's different. It's not that it's the end-all and be-all. There is not one. I wish I could tell you. At least there was one product or one asset class or one thing out there that's just, it solves everything. It doesn't exist. And so this is why it's so important, you know, to create a plan that includes some other things in your plan and and provides the things for you in retirement. Well, I think also the point is that everybody's different. Everybody's family Mm -hmm. situation is different. And again, working with an advisor like you is a great way to break down what are the things that are important to you. But I would argue this is the perfect time to start thinking about what the next 10, 20 years are going to look like and how you can plan for that. Mm -hmm. So, Tom, you've got your, I know we're running out of time. Again, I love these conversations. I just (laughs) wish they lasted a little longer sometimes. So, Tom's got some answers for you, I'm sure. You can give him a call, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com. All right, Tom, so uh, we're out of time. Hopefully next week everybody will be a little less anxious and um, we'll have more news and information for everybody on their money. It seems to never end, yes. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing, right? (laughs) Next Sunday we will talk to you again on This Week in Wealth. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned uh, to 720 WGN. 
Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.